Monet, I was just looking up the Anchor app. Have you heard about this? I've heard of it. Something to do with podcasts, right? Okay, so Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's absolutely free. Mm-hmm. And they have this like creation tool that lets you record a podcast and edit it right from your phone or your computer. Oh, that's right, because they can distribute your podcast for you, and it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and all the other podcast distribution places, right? Oh, and you will get the listeners, honey, and when you get the listeners, you make the coin thought mm-hmm. but here's the crazy thing. You actually don't have to have a minimum listenership to get money. You can still make coins. So it's essentially every single thing you need to make a podcast all in one place. Oh, you're just so tickled. You love the idea of making podcasts. I love you, Monet. I love you. Now listen, if you want to download the free Anchor app, you can also go to anchor.fm and get started. My name is Bob the Drag Queen. And I'm Monet Exchange. And this is Sibling Rivalry. From the house of you change, are- she's super deranged. <laughs> you one of those hood niggas that holds your, uh, holds your, uh, you know, for those of you listening, they <laughs> hold the cord and they talk into it and it'd be something like, yeah, so, um, yeah, so I was saying, no, no, this is, TikTok people love doing this. They love holding the Why? You don't have to. Mic. But I, to be fair, when they do that, it sounds it sounds better when they do that. It sounds like a real mic. No, this sounds better than when you hold it up. When you hold it up, it's too it's too much. Um, but yeah, so just so you guys know, Monet and I work with with uh, Stereo. We are able to take your questions live, and then your questions will be included. And we are taking questions about fashion. Um, which is kind of an interesting topic for drag queens because, like, wh- on the topic of fashion designers, a lot of people in the comments, um, more so on YouTube, not our Patreon, because our Patreon are our, our, our like OG, like real fan fans. But on like the YouTube, they'd be like, they'll be not a lot, but like maybe like one per video. Some some raggedy fan from somewhere be like, not Monet and Bob critiquing fashion. They have the nerve. Blah 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 blah. I'm like, bitch, like shut the fuck up. First of all. Okay, well, there's two things. First of all, that is someone who probably has not been keeping up with our work since we were on Drag Race. Right. Like, you and I have some great outfits. And that's I just... Yes. Um, that's just on period. Like, period. we look great. And, I'm, and I don't even feel the need to defend it because we be looking fantastic. Between, like, you on the exchange rate, me on We're Here, our Instagrams, our TikToks, like, we look great. Girl, also, who are you? Like, whoever said that, who the fuck are you? The fuck are you? The fuck are you? We haven't even asked for questions yet, but we're already getting... Should we, should we already hear what these people are saying now? I don't even know what they're saying. We haven't asked any questions. We haven't asked y'all to say anything yet. Should we hear what they're trying to say? Let's yeah, get yeah, the first yeah, one. Yeah, let's hear it. Let's see what they're doing. I want to give a big shout out to Bob. I saw your YouTube, twi- uh, TikTok of you doing Michelle Obama. You looked amazing. Bye. Oh, yeah, Bob. Oh, I saw you. your, your Michelle Obama look, girl. She said, oh, I'm going to give them a quick turnover. <laughs> Well, I actually had it like two days before I posted it. I, I had the outfit and then I got the hair. And then Kennedy did the hair for me. So Godoy did the outfit. Kennedy did the hair and painted my belt because we didn't have a gold belt. So she actually, that's nail polish on the on my Word. big cheap belt. Gold polish on my big cheap belt. Uh, fucking LA with two teeth into the chat. Um, and then... <laughs> um, and then we we sh- we shot and I, I posted it the next day. Um, but also, I was gonna send Monet my updo, and Monet was gonna do Amanda Gorman, but she was like, "It's too late." Yeah, I thought it was too late because by the time I got it, and out of been even after yours, it, it was a bit too late for me. But I think yours is fine. I it's might still do. I might still do Amanda Gorman. I might still do it. <laughs> well, you already have the hair, so you're not trying that hard. Don't be trying to act like you're about to do the whole thing. That you you got the hair and everything right there. <laughs> Since Bob recreated the iconic Michelle Obama look, Monet, you need to create something too. Ignore this if you actually have. I'm sorry. Yeah, Monet, you st- Monet, you can still do the Amanda Gorman. Do the Amanda Gorman. Come on, I'll you know I'll do it. Whatever, it doesn't matter. <laughs> okay, you are the queen of Monet. Well, you should do it. Like, okay, whatever. I'll do it. I'll just do it there. Damn, can I answer, nigga? Okay, answer. No, I don't feel like it. <laughs> <laughs> 
right. Thank you. Thank you, Monet. So, um, listen, y'all, we want to talk about fashion in regards to, well, obviously, obviously, mainly in regards to drag. We'll be talking about fashion in regards to drag. Yeah. But I also want to talk about it in regards to, like, your day-to-day life. Because, by the way, y'all, Monet was like, hold on one second, because we, we, she was wearing the wrong headphones. Monet went and grabbed some of the door. Monet is wearing some <laughs> metallic gym <laughs> shorts. That brown round was bouncing up and down. <laughs> I was like, Monet, what is going on? Well, what I'm wearing, there is a Texas, I think he's, they're based in Texas. They're called Marrick Richard. And yeah. um, um, they're, they're a drag con, like every drag con. And their shirts uh, and their shirts and clothes are very queer friendly. They'll say stuff like, come guzzling bottom. Or it'll be a, sh- a tank top <laughs> that says like, off-duty drag queen. And fun fact, Marrick Richard, they, um, for the Sigma Rivalry Tour, any of you guys who, who came to the Sigma Rivalry tour they provided all of our ghostbuster slime outfits for yeah. all of our dancers for, for like they they, they called them for free so shout out to them they're they're very sweet they were also they had like a something happened to their business like like a, a tornado like fucked up their stuff back in uh i know yeah, they, i think a hurricane or something or a tornado or something went through and, and messed up so shout out to me yeah. i hope everything's great with Mary riches right now yeah but yeah they were it was it was really um they, they had a shirt that said i'm voting for monica Lewinsky's ex boyfriend's wife oh my god that is <laughs> that is too much no not i'm voting for monica Lewinsky's ex-boyfriend's wife i was like gag so here's the question okay how do you describe your out of your uh, by the way your, your shirt today this is beautiful this fashion is great Monet is wearing this amazing merchandise uh, from Bob the Drag Queen. This is my best-selling shirt. I should probably bring it back because that you shirt used bring to this fly back. Out I us. love this shirt. This was is my favorite. Is my favorite thing that you is my favorite merch you ever created. I love this shirt. I wear this. I, 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 I've been wearing this shirt steadily since you since I stole it from um, Nine Four Five Amsterdam. <laughs> and the quality it still holds up honestly um, though my, it really does it, it's, it's not it hasn't stretched it, the quality is actually what, who, who produces it <laughs> produce my shirts in this place <laughs> I think that I still have the original Monet Change merch that you had before you on Drag Race which <laughs> I can tell you need to bring back it's a picture of Monet it's a cartoon of Monet with a blonde a kitty cat knee knee leaks on and she's throwing money behind her while she walks away that is that OG and it yes. is soft that shirt is that shirt is like the thread count. The thread count. I can't think. Hoes wish they could relate to this thread count, bitch. Um, okay, so you're asking me, but I'm gonna ask you. How do you how do you describe your fashion out of drag? Like, what is your day to day, Bob the drag queen? Oh, well, Christopher. I mean, sorry, Caldwell TDQ fashion. <laughs> wow, not government. Not government. Um, my out of style drag is very, um, it's very like my out of drag style. I meant not my out of style. I said my out of style drag. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> oh my, my out of style drag. My out of drag, drag. style is very like earthy. It, it looks very vegan or witchy. It's long <laughs> shirts. It's like a shirt that is it a dress? Is it a is it a shirt? But then when I'm trying to get fancy, I, I wear a button up. My buttons up are these like women's shirts that go like to my mid calf, like mid thigh, like mm-hmm. my mid thighs where the shirts stop. And then I wear like a big hat. Uh, I like wearing hoop earrings um, or dangly long boot, earrings. Dangly long earrings, a boot, a, a shoe. Um, when I don't have a gig, I usually don't shave. Not because I'm just like dying to have a beer, but like. You and I both know shaving. People who choose to shave every day, I I'm like, I do you hate your skin? Yeah. Does it not affect Mm-mm. you? Like, Mm-mm. how do you? Mm-mm. How do people? You see people every morning. I'm mm-hmm. like, this is wild. Mm-hmm. Also, Bob Bob does love wearing those like those like mid thigh like like right at the knee dresses, but he wear it with pants. And I'm like, you don't have to wear pants. You can wear those dresses that you're wearing and just have it without pants. Like, I, I hate that you always choose to wear pants with it, girl. Just be free. Money, that doesn't even sound like me. With my thought, I, I sometimes, <laughs> every once in a while, I will wear a short short, and I mean once in every couple of years. You used to do it all the time. Back in the day, Bob, you used to wear those overalls and bitch, they were, you were wearing coochie cutters, bitch. Your fucking nuts used to be hanging out them shorts (laughs) with those little fabric (laughs) shoes you used to wear. You used to love short shorts. (laughs) 
I was also like 20. I was skin. I was, you know, I was very skinny. I was like 24. I was snatched. I now have the body of a man who was 35 years old. I'll be 35 in a couple of months. And I'm not doing that no more. I'm not showing my legs like that. That doesn't even sound like something I would do. Like, where Monet, you know that typically, even in the summer, I'm I wear pants. I am dressed from the ankles up to my <laughs> neck. The most skin you will see on me is my arms. Sometimes I do which not is, be showing skin, which is so ironic because you go to Bob's house and any of Bob's friends will tell you, eighty percent of the time Bob is in his underwear and Bob is body that just is out. Not true, that Bob. Is not true. I will no no no. I wear like I wear like my 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 big sacks and sometimes I, and I okay I wear the sacks. But, and I don't wear pants in the house. So in the house, you'll see my, my ass or whatever. Um, but that's, and that's at home with my friends, not out in the world. And what's also weird is that for some reason, at Bob's house, you are constantly trying on clothes. I don't know why you are constantly putting things <laughs> on. You are constantly trying clothes on. Literally, anytime, at least twice I go to your home, you are trying to put on a different outfit. It's so bizarre. Well, it's like, well, let's talk about you, Monet. Okay, first of all, I don't know if you're not wearing underwear or what, but Monet wears very tight gym shorts, and your junk is like it's just so tight that your junk is out. It's it's vulgar. Not, it is not vulgar, and you're literally the only person who has ever then stand up, that. stand up right now. Then well, I'm in my show house. your crush right now. I'm in my house. I'm, I've been with you in the airport. Let's let's take a quick question, real quick. Hold on. <laughs> Hey, this question is mostly for Ooh. Bob. Uh, Bob, what is the nicest thing you've purchased for yourself, clothing-wise, outside of drag? I know you always get a, on Monet about her designer things, but what have you bought for yourself? <laughs> and I will, and I will, I will come ahead. I will list all of Bob's designer things. Y'all be out, Bobby, Bobby, out here acting for y'all like she's so damn earthy. And I will run the list, and I have a list. <laughs> Or running list of all Bob's very luxurious and extravagant purchases. Please believe that. You are ridiculous. I purchased a Versace backpack, which I lost on an airplane. <laughs> I purchased a Versace backpack. It was like I think it was twenty six hundred dollars. This this like this like vinyl Versace backpack, and I was like a thing. But then I lost it, and I'm like, this is a wrap on fucking crazy designer stuff. Like I can't, I can't. I just, it's too, also, are we not going to discuss, one day we'll have Patty Ann to discuss you and your fucking dick squeezers <laughs> that you be wearing, <laughs> but you be out here showing full nuts, nigga. Also, you know, you know that there's like a segment of Drag Race Girls, like Kimchi, Detox, uh, Violet, uh, oh, that love designer stuff. Aquaria does too. Yeah. Oh. Well, that's how I, that's why I ended up wearing, buying that designer thing because they convinced me to get this, this. I went, I literally went out with Kim and Asia O'Hara, who are literally like decked out in designer bippity boppity borps. And then they were like, Bob, you, it, I will say that they did give me some good advice. I was, um, traveling around with, uh, what do you call it? Um, I'd always buy these fanny packs, but they would be so cheap. And I had to buy a new fanny pack every couple of months. And you know that, Monet. Yeah. I always had to buy a new fanny pack every couple of months. They were like, if you buy a designer fanny pack, they actually last longer. And if they do break, they will replace them. That's the joy of having something that's uh, luxury. And I said, oh, so I bought a Burberry fanny pack, which I still have, actually. I mm -hmm. actually let Kennedy use it when we're on. It's Kennedy's work fanny pack now. And then I... um. So I do wear I do carry designer fanny packs, but that's because I I wear them a lot and I don't want to like have to keep replacing my fanny pack, which I was uh -huh. all the time. And they convinced me to buy that fucking Versace backpack. Uh huh. Bob, he, he got a Burberry fanny pack. He got a Gucci fanny pack. Please, and I can keep on going just so we play. Well, let's listen to another. That voice, is man. literally the, that's literally it. Live. Um, Hi, Bob and Monet. Um, I'm Henry. I'm from Patreon. Um, my question is, what do you think about? Um, people like influencers um, and like Instagram fashion. Like, what are your thoughts? Like, people wearing fashion just to get brand deals and stuff. Like, what are your thoughts? Also, please bring back the season ten watch parties. Love you. <laughs> Love you too, Henry. Um, first of all, th thank you for being a patron. And let me tell you yes. right now, y'all. I can Monet. I could cry <laughs> when I log into our Patreon. It is like. Y'all have shown us so much love. From I mean, we c congratulations to Monet and thank you to all of you for helping us. We just reached seven thousand yes. patrons, which 
is so wild to me. Like it's yeah. so. Do you remember? When we, do you remember when we were gagging at another Drag Race Girls Patreon? We're like, how does anyone uh-huh. have that many patrons? Um, so I mean, big thank you to everyone over there at our Patreon, and, and thanks to Jacob for helping us curate it and, and you know keep it fun over there. But um, yeah. what do you think about that, Monet? People. Um, yeah. So that's really funny. You 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 mentioned that the other day. My, I had a friend over, and we were watching. We were we just randomly put on James Charles' video when he he did like a day in the life, whatever, and like he literally gets a stylist to get him outfits so that he can photograph them for different looks to post on Instagram. But I think also, uh, you know this, when you work with a stylist, you're not buying those clothes. You're not just buying them for that. Normally, like, you hire the stylist, and the stylist is bringing these things, and the stylist takes them when they leave, and, so, and yeah. someone else will, will buy them, or someone else will keep them. So you don't... So honestly, that's probably more economical than what I'm doing, bitch, going on fucking Amazon and getting um, outfits, uh, uh, $40 and $30 dresses from Amazon that I'm going to wear once for exchange rate. So maybe Dave figured it out. Maybe I need to do that. Well, I hired a stylist for um, Mark. Shout out Martin Gregory. I hired a stylist who, by the way, Martin Gregory is one of those folks on on Instagram who is just one of the most fashionable people I have What's ever seen. What's his name? Marion Gregory. Well, you sent me the, the Martin, link after this. I'll send it to you. I'll send it to you. You, you should look at it now. His name is Martin Gregory. Like, Martin Gregory. Just so stylish, so fucking fashionable. So I hired him to uh, style me for Drag My Dad on MTV because I was appearing out of drag for so much. Oh, yes. And, and he is cute. I mean, he's beautiful. But also, one thing I have to realize, too, is that Martin Gregory has a banging-ass body. And when you right. are like that, everything you wear looks... Everything Honestly. you wear. Everything you wear <laughs> looks amazing. Like, I mean, he did actually really well for my body. There was a couple of times where I was like, Martin, I'm not like you. <laughs> like, don't try to play me. Don't try to play any Martin Gray. No, but the outfits that you, the, the, outfits you he, the outfits that you sent me, they all a lot of them. They were very, they were very you, and they were really cute. I, I yeah. liked like a lot of them. You know, you know, he scoped my fashion, and I think it's actually it, it is wise to do that. I mean, listen right now, if you're on social media and you can find a way to monetize that and get money from that, or if you have these like having a bunch of great looks, then people seeing that and then fashion brands reaching out and then wanting to work with you, I say, get your bag. They're going to make money. They're going to make money off of us. Yeah. You know what I mean? So we should make, we yeah. should be able to, they're going to make money. So we should be able to make money off of them. Um, I mean, I, I am someone who has a deal with coach and I, I, I carry, I carry coach bags. I wear coach clothes. I wear my coach sunglasses. And I ended up, I ended up like falling in love with the brand because I'm like, wow, this is actually really great stuff. And I think it looks good. So I honestly, it makes sense to me. I think that we should be using our platforms to get that fucking coin. But do you, I do you, and I'm very guilty of this. Do you buy like Instagram, like and like Facebook, like ad clothes? Like you'll see like a cute outfit or a cute coat, and you're like, why is this outfit Bitch. twenty dollars? And I'll I'll do it, and I do it all the time. I do it, and then it shows up, and you know why it's twenty dollars? Right, trash. That shit be crunch, crickety, snickety, garbage <laughs> shit. And I, I remember buying one that was like it was like this uh, this big sack of a shirt. It looked like a big circle, and it had mm-hmm. this black girl with an afro in the front with a bow in her hair. And oh, I know, I know, like, oh, I know that shirt. I know exactly what you're talking about. Well, bitch, I I bought it. When I tell you, when I say, "Mama, this is garbage," this was the <laughs> ugliest outfit I think I've ever worn, and I, I didn't even wear it. It just looked so bad. I was like, I cannot believe they, I cannot be, like this is a, this should be illegal. Okay, because it's, but, a, it's one picture and then a different thing. But was it uglier than Dusty's Feather Runway? That was pre- that was pretty bad. That, that was pretty <laughs> bad. I'm trying to I'm trying to I'm trying to find this one uh, some other people on, on uh, like Instagram. Who I, I mean, I'm not like a crazy fashion person, but the Instagram fashion is do be slapping, and it definitely gets me going. Like when I see people dressed up, but I also just do feel like. I don't want to sound shady, but like I'm trying to like lose weight myself too, because sometimes slim people just be looking better in clothes than I be feeling in my clothes. But maybe that's also <laughs> the, 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 maybe that's also the the internet making me believe that like what I got going on isn't great because they the pressure of of seeing all these fucking skinny people looking you know amazing all the time. sometimes in life when the options are just a little too similar it makes it hard to make a choice for example you may be thinking hmm 
Am I gonna follow Bob the Drag Queen or Monet Exchange online? You'll probably pick me, I know how that works. Uh, Sometimes having something extra makes your choice easier. Vizzy stands out by having something all the other hard seltzers don't, antioxidant vitamin C. I have something money doesn't have talent. Now, extracted from acerola cherry, super fruit with 30 times more vitamin C per cup than an orange, there are plenty of hard seltzers to choose from. But with four bold, refreshing natural flavors and antioxidant vitamin C, Vizzy makes the choice a little easier and it's a lot tastier. You can have pineapple mango, black cherry lime, strawberry kiwi, and blueberry pomegranate. I personally love the pineapple mango flavor. It's great by itself, but it's also an amazing cocktail. Vizzy is refreshing, it tastes great, and it never for her to add little vitamins and antioxidants into the mix. And at 5% ABV, 100 calories, and less than one gram of real cane sugar, every sip of Vizzy is more exhilarating. Upgrade your hard seltzer with Vizzy. To find out where you can purchase Vizzy, go to VizzyHardSeltzer.com. That's VizzyHardSeltzer.com. You must be 21 and over. Is music a big part of your life? Let me tell you about Anchor, Spotify's podcasting platform. There are creation tools that allow you to easily and quickly record and edit right from your phone or computer. And best of all, Miss Stang, she is free. With Anchor, you can create a Music Plus talk show. With Music Plus Talk, you can add any songs from Spotify directly to your episodes. Alongside talk segments featuring your commentary, Miss Day, this is revolutionary. This is the future. This is happening now. Music Plus Talk is a new way to create with all the music that you love. The possibilities are endless for what you can create, whether it's from music analysis, your own radio show, a hosted playlist, a deep dive on your favorite genre or artist, or something the world's never heard before. You can do it with Anchor Music Plus Talk. Anchor will even help publish your show on Spotify so you can reach hundreds of millions of listeners. Got an idea for a Music Plus Talk show? Just head over to anchor.com FM slash Music Plus Talk. That's anchor.fm slash M-U-S-I-C-P-L-U-S-T-A-L-K to sign up for Anchor and make your own Music Plus Talk show for free. Well, you know, for me, what I am, what I've been doing the past like year and a half, or the past year, honestly, yeah, the past year, I've been trying to so I used to like used to love to wear like really t- like really tight jeans like really like fitted shirts and you know? I'm transitioning to wearing like really baggy and loose pants and really baggy shirts because I like that aesthetic. So I feel and also I have a big. So the problem with me is I have a very big butt, right? And my waist has gotten a little. Oh my god! How, how big are these pants? I was like, <laughs> how big are these pants? <laughs> And my waist is small. So if I, like, go to buy jeans, they never fit the way it's supposed to do because they just, my ass is just so big. It just looks weird and I have to take it in at the thing. So now I'm just trying to, I'm trying to go to a whole new aesthetic of just being baggy and loose all the way around and see how that works out for me. Not Billie Eilish. Not Billie Eilish into the chat. Let's take a question. <laughs> What's going on, everybody? Shit, I'm sorry for Ooh. just not tuning in. You know what I mean? I had a long day yesterday and today. You know what I mean, with the business deals, but you know what I mean, I'm here now with the topic for the day, you know what I mean, so I can tune in, so I can participate, so what's working, what's the topic for the day? All right, Johnny Boss, all right. <laughs> that was so funny. Hey, man, what it is, man. I'm sorry I'm late, man. He's I'm definitely from the South. Man. That's Justin. Justin, Justin <laughs> entered the, t- the chat, girl. If you are here and you're not um, one of our patrons, you can feel free to join our patron. If you join our patron, you will always our Patreon. You will always know when our um, lives are because we post them in our, our stereo lives because we post them on our schedule in Patreon. Um, yeah. And everyone else just kind of just finds them as they pop up. But if you want to yeah. know exactly when we're going live, you can join our Patreon. Just go to uh, Google, type in Sibling Rivalry Patreon. It'll pop up. Join the over 7,000 people who are more than happy with their product over at Sibling Rivalry Patreon. That's Sibling Rivalry Patreon. And um, um, just to answer I mean, Johnny's question, Johnny, we're talking about fashion today. We're talking about fashion, whatever that means to you. Well, right now we're talking about our our personal styles and Instagram fashion. And um, Now, Johnny, yeah. just so you know, we are. I don't know if Johnny's stumbling on us. We are two queer people. Uh, so our fashion is very queer. So it is like it is men wearing dresses, women wearing pantsuits. It is this is some gay ass shit. So just so you know, if you if you are from stereo and you just stumbled in, 
get ready for the for the for the faggotry because it's it's popping off. <laughs> I will say, when I was younger, I would be I was like strictly into again because it was where I grew up, East Flatbush. You know, Brooklyn was you know where I grew up was very hood, and I was I I was the so rock. In, I was so into <laughs> dudes that would dress like really hood, like. Like it was just like the pants that would be like mid booty or under the booty, and um and the bandanas and shit like that. that shit used to get me fucking going, bitch. I used to love. You it. You know what got me going was leather pants. I believe Omarion had showed up in like leather pants in some movie. Not Omarion. And I was like, was it Omarion or was it? It was someone from B two K. I think B two K. They had a video where they were all in like leather pants, and I was like, oh my God, this is so <laughs> sexy. And then Usher was wearing leather pants once, and I was like, y'all, this is too sexy. So then my middle school ass went out and bought myself a pair of leather pants. Girl, no. <laughs> Bitch, when my gay ass showed up to school in those leather pants in the fucking in the late 1990s, when I tell you they read me, when I tell you I got read the house down. First of all, you were in leather pants in Atlanta, nigga. It's like a hundred and two degrees <laughs> in the shade. Where are you going with leather pants? I just saw Usher wearing them and they looked so sexy and I was like, I want to look like this. And I was, I was like, I really thought I was turning the, I was wearing these leather pants and a black turtleneck sweater and I had my hair in cornrows. When I tell oh you I was a god. when I tell you I was beautiful, when I tell you I cannot believe that I was not batting dick and pussy away left and right, I don't know what everyone else think, but it was, it was a moment. It was no. an iconic fashion moment in my life. It's the ball sweat for me. <laughs> Let's take this question. All right. I have to ask the shady question. What Ooh. is each other's ugliest outfit? Go ahead. Just start. <laughs> <laughs> ugliest outfit? It, like, Let's do in drag and out of drag. In drag, your ugliest outfit? Um, I'm trying to think. I, don't, I can't think of an outfit... What's like your ugliest? Well, like I don't know. I can't remember. I this is I'm shocked, but I can't uh, out of my brain. I can't pick out an <laughs> ugly outfit of Bob's. I can remember. But Bob also knows I have a terrible memory, and Bob is a fucking goat. Bob literally remembers everything that has ever happened in the universe. Well, okay. I think my least favorite. Well, I know you, my my least favorite outfit was that uh, the the prom dress you hated, which I'm gonna remake. My prom, oh my, my god! Dress. Yes. So let me tell the story. So Bob, uh, when we back, we were in, we were both local queens. Bobby's making his business to sew at least like two or three outfits a week. Like every week, Bob would get a fabric and he would sew these new outfits. And you know, some of them were great, some of them were not. But this particular one, he got this like sequin sky blue and sequin sky blue sequin, and it had black like cheetah or like panther print yeah. all over it. <laughs> and then iconic, Bob- iconic. And Bob sewed it into an 80s rouge dress with that went down to like a little below his knee. With like, it was, I'm gonna find a picture and post it on our Patreon. No, it, it was, no, we'll post it and we'll get it in this video when y'all watch the video later on our um, uh, Patreon. We'll, you'll see it. It was iconic. It looks, and I would wear my hair in this. Monet taught me how to do this, this thing where you wrap a fro, but you pull a little bit of the fro out in the front to get this like afro bang. And it was so cute. I looked so cute I in that outfit. I fucking hate that outfit. Ooh, I hate that outfit. No, what's mine? My least my least favorite outfit the money wears out of drag. I don't know why I hate this outfit. I, it's something about track something about track suits is just so tacky to me. <laughs> but that like maroon, is it Gucci? Yeah, it's it's like a Gucci tracksuit. It's something you wore it on Christmas. And oh, yeah. you also you I have it. I'm gonna I'm gonna get it, it to show the people. Hold on. Cause you try to come from So me. I think it's it, it's like a Gucci tracksuit, and Monet also wears it with a baseball cap. And I think for some reason, I just, I don't know what my problem is, but I don't think I like baseball caps. Like, sometimes they're nice, but for the most time, when I see a baseball cap, I'm like, like, wh- what are you doing? Like, you look slouchy. Like, Who? what is really going on in life that you're, when people wear baseball caps, I don't know you're wearing right now, but sometimes I'm like, it looks like, it just looks like you did, it looks like you are, 
out of ideas or just didn't want to get dressed. When I, that's why I think when I see people wearing baseball caps. Baseball caps are very trendy. You're just a hater because you don't wear them. But this is what Bob is talking about. This is this outfit. Bob swears it's not maroon. It's orange and it's green. And it has these blue and white stripes. And Bob swears it's so ugly. This is a cute outfit. It's a tracksuit. Is it? Is it Gucci? Who is it? It's Gucci. Yes, it's Gucci. Okay, you look like someone's uncle. Like, you look like someone's uncle in this outfit. Like, you look like the kind of guy who would wear that with church shoes. <laughs> that's, well, that's, how you, that's how you look. What is your least favorite of mine in drag? And also, not to mention, when you wear that outfit, Monet does this thing where she, like, she thinks she's, like, masked. So, Monet be, like, rubbing her hands together. Because there's Bob, a video of you online. Not no, I'm telling you, listen. There's a video online. Monet, when I first saw this outfit, it was in Monet's story. And Monet does this thing. She was out of drag. Where she, like, touches her face. Okay. She that was chin. That was a specific thing because that was a challenge. So, see? See, you don't even know, nigga. That was back on TikTok. And Monet, that, Monet be like, uh-huh. That's before you got on TikTok, so you don't even know what the trend was. That was like a trend on TikTok, and that's why I made that video. So, nigga, you don't even know. And also, that was not the first time you saw it, because I did that in quarantine. The first time you saw it was at Thanksgiving. So, which one is it? Are you, to quote you, were you lying then, or are you, are you lying now? <laughs> okay, maybe it wasn't the first time I saw it. Maybe it wasn't the first time, but, but I think it's also you trying to be, like, mask and tough. I'm like, I cannot. Like, I literally cannot deal with this. Like, this is too much for me. This, this does me in. And my least favorite look was one time me and Monet went to a Broadway show together. We went to go see Waitress on Broadway. We talked to her. Monet showed up wearing a t. And when I say a t-shirt, I don't mean like I need y'all to know. Monet was in a Broadway theater. She knew she was coming to a Broadway theater to see our friend who we were proud of. We wanted to do him like let him know we were proud of him. When they came in this this horrible wig that she cut herself, so she had like a. So she had like a little, it was like, it wasn't a mullet. It was like the back of the wig was flipping up and Monet was wearing just, I, I, I need to express just a t-shirt, not a fashionable t-shirt, just a t-shirt in the Broadway theater. I was done. Me and Kennedy kept being like, I cannot believe Monet wore that. And then we went down to see Todrick after the show. Monet was like, hey, we were on the stage and Todrick was like, what? <laughs> this bitch wearing I got dressed I got dressed up and then my friend showed up late also late running through the lobby excuse me okay I will never forget that day a few things one I was doing I was doing exchange rate so I would like do like a whole show it was at a, so I was like coming from from the lower east side Secondly, it was a human hair wig, and because it was short, I didn't realize. I just thought I was just getting to human hair wigs. I didn't realize that when you sweat and when you're hot, girl, whatever products, whatever you've done to that hair, it is erased. It's a dry erase board, girl, and the hair just started sticking up like a porcupine. It was. I look crazy. <laughs> so, did you wear that T-shirt on the exchange rate? I did, but it looked cute. Okay, y'all, I'm, I'm going to try to find it and post it in the Patreon. <laughs> it was a wrap. I was shook. No pants, nothing. Anyway, so let's take some more questions. Okay, my question to you guys also is, if you could choose a Met Gala theme, what would the theme be and what would Ooh, you wear? That is a good one. Shout out to Ben Pay. Hey, baby. Hey, baby. I would do I would do stones on stones on stones on stones. I think that should be the theme. That should be a runway for Drag Race. Stones on stones on st everyone should be shining, blinging, glittery, glitzy. That imagine these stunts people would pull if that were the category. That would be a good one. That would be a good one. Um, I would go um, prehistoric, like some type of prehistoric something. I feel like that could be really dope. Monet, it's not, it's not a costume party, Monet. This is not a theme for your uh, college frat party. Monet's like, uh, 80s. It's disco. <laughs> no, I think prehistoric could be really cool. And to see how people interpret that, I think it'd be really dope. You just want to put that bone back in your hair. <laughs> <laughs> and I would do something like, I don't know, I want to do some type of dope like in my mind, when I think about I, I, when I, as I said that, I'm thinking about how Vivian Westwood would interpret prehistoric, and that's what I would want my outfit to be. Some type of Vivian mm -hmm. meets uh, fucking caveman fantasy. That's what I want. 
So like some plaid tartan and like some shit like that. No, but Westwood also did, uh, uh, her. She also uh, if if you any of the shout out to all my Sex and the City fans out there, but something similar to what she what Carrie wore to her wedding, the Sex and the City movie, okay. something like that, but more you know prehistoric. Okay, <laughs> I'm a guard. Um, <laughs> I I also want to talk about uh, fashion and drag race as well because I believe a lot of these designers on drag race are who are putting this stuff on drag race specifically um, uh, Diego Montoya, mm-hmm. uh, Domino Couture, um, Dallas Coulter, uh, Godoy, um, Coco what's Vega, the name? J- like, Jacob, uh, the Bob, uh, what's the name, Ray Ortiz. Ray Ortiz, Casey Caldwell are making some stuff that is actually getting notoriety outside of the dragosphere. You'll yeah. notice, um, like the the whole Ariana Grande pheromone yeah. drama. I don't know if y'all know yeah. this, but pheromone created an outfit with a designer, and then Ariana Grande ended up basically wearing the exact same outfit. I mean, pra- it was pro- probably made with more expensive materials, but like full-on copying her outfit. It was like a whole legal thing. I don't think Pheromone's allowed to talk about it even, but it was, it's like a whole drama. Yeah. But yeah. also, like, these people are, these designers are making, like, some really iconic stuff that is, like, breaking the internet. That that outfit that um, Florence Delis made for Sasha Velour when she did the rose petals, that's oh, iconic yeah. now. Yeah, yeah. Who do you who do you think is, who is, in your mind, is a draggers girl that has the best fashion in drag? Who has the best fashion game? For Drag Race Girls? Yeah. I'm going to, in this moment, give it to Aquaria. And I know that sounds wild, but I just think that Aquaria is so fucking fat. When she walked in with that belt as a bra and that mullet, I was like, this is, like, this girl, something about her, when she wears a t-shirt, it looks great. I don't don't know what it is. Excuse you. I just think that Aquaria is really fucking like that fucking ocelot look. Or do you remember when she did that one legged, one arm? Oh yeah, Aquaria. Yeah, Aquaria is fucking. Her her Instagram is so fucking lit. She's she's fucking great. I would give it Who to. Do you think it is? Who's the best? The best. I would. It's a cross between Fame and Violet for me, but for two different reasons. Violet, okay. I feel like Violet has such a fashionable eye. And I love how she curates her looks, and I love how it all works together, and it's just all like so perfectly done, down to the fucking shoes. But also, Violet has like a fucking sample True. shoe size. She can wear. She can get shoes that a lot of us other bitches can't be wearing. Um, no, I and, think she's yeah, but she's at the edge. I think Violet's like a size ten. She's like mm. at the edge of having too big a foot. And Fame just has obviously really dope fashions too. But I guess since I've I obviously worked with Violet way more than Fame, and I've been around Violet and I like seen her stuff. Which, by the way, short a little a little short story. So when we went on the Asia Australia tour of Work the World. Uh, to, uh, 2020, uh, right at the beginning, January, February, we were we were doing something, and we were traveling from one big city in Australia to another big city, and something happened in the truck, but some type of liquid spilled somewhere, and then and it fell on Violet's suitcase, and then we, when we got to the next city, she opened a suitcase, and bitch, a lot of her clothes were like her fashion, like her fashionable stuff was soaked, her red bottoms were soaked in water, so you know, Violet went Gag. the fuck. In and then come to find Dang. out later, nothing spilled. The fucking tech guy was mad at Violet, and he opened a bottle of of stuff on her stuff. Yes, bitch, gag. Is that crazy? <laughs> and just poured it on her belongings. It was water, but still water damage to her fucking stuff. And she was like, "Oh no, no, baby. I know that's wild. You cannot." Anyone who tours knows you cannot pack stuff away when it's wet. You cannot do that. If it comes out musty. It, uh-huh. it smells bad. It it, 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 no, that's, oh, that's wild. Yeah, yeah. I cannot, that is wild. That is, yeah. I would, I would fight. I would <laughs> want to fight. I would want to hit someone. Let's do another question. Who do you think Adam Drag Race oh. has like, has really, before we go, who do you think has some really garish out of style drag? Like, you know, Aquaria. You see Detox show up at the, at the, at the, at the oh, I've oh, seen oh, her, oh, what oh, oh, go garish, drag? garish, you said, got it. Um, uh, yeah, Detox has Detox is a very specific point of view in her, and she's very like, bitch. Her fashion is very in your face, you know. Yeah, she'll have on like she'll have her hair dyed yellow with a yellow uh, Gucci a yellow Gucci visor with a yellow Gucci track <laughs> shoe, some yellow shoes, and it's five a.m. at LaGuardia. <laughs> <laughs> 
out of drag, I'd have to say Naomi. I love Naomi's aesthetic out of drag. It's very, it's very like, especially compared to like her in drag, it's very like pared down. It's very like basics, but a little retro and stuff. I love Naomi and Aquarius style out of drag. Yeah, I see that for sure. Um, let's take a question. Hi, Monet and Bob. I'm a huge fan of yours and a huge fan of the X-Men. On this latest Sibling Rivalry podcast yes, episode, one of you said that Magneto was Bob. never uh, in the X-Men, um, you know, as a hero. But in Uncanny X-Men number 200 from 1985, The Trial of Magneto, Magneto um, joined the X-Men and he became the headmaster of the school while Professor X went off to space with his Shi'ar bird girlfriend. Um, anyway, since this episode is about fashion, can you tell me what's your favorite X-Men costume or your favorite superhero costume in general? Bitch, he let's go ahead and you, honey. Okay, first of all, let's go ahead and block this user. No, I'm kidding. Uh, okay, first of all, Monet, don't act like you knew about that episode. Don't act like you knew about this one episode in 1985 <laughs> where Magneto became the headmaster for one episode. Don't act. Okay, Monet, you're I not, did. You're, listen, <laughs> your little acting class you took in opera school is not good enough to make me believe that you knew that. Okay, Let's I did not know that, that specifically. However, on the podcast, you can go listen to it. I said, I don't think that's true. I think he has been. You were like, Monet, no, he wasn't. I was like, okay, whatever. But I did say, I don't think that's true. So, boom. Anyway, my favorite uh, outfit of any superhero is probably, I don't want to sound like a basic bitch, but I mean, Storm. And also specifically, Storm, like Mohawk, punk rock Storm. Mm. I, like, I like Jubilee. I love the big yellow coat. I love the little glasses, the gloves. I'm, I'm, I've, and she has those little shorts with that pink shirt. I love Jubilee's look. She's fierce. And a, a, a close second for me is Gambit. Gambit with the trench coat yeah. and the, like that head gear thing that he's wearing. Like Gambit also looks really stylish to me. Do you okay? This is another little comic book question for you. Do you know who Gambit's girlfriend was in the comics? Uh, Gambit's girlfriend. Yeah, she was. The, she was. Um, I, mean, I can't remember her name, but yeah, I do remember Gambit's girl, but I cannot. I, you got me. I can't remember her name though. Yeah, how do you not know her name? She's an iconic character. What do you mean? I don't know. What was her name? Rogue. Wait, Rogue was Gambit's girlfriend? Oh, yeah, I didn't know that. Um, also, did you? Okay, here's the question. Me and Jacob were arguing about this yesterday. Do you think Mister Sinister looks like a vampire? Oh, Oh, one hundred percent. Yes, he does. That's yeah. what I I said. I was like, he was this guy that kind of like is like a vampire or looks like a vampire. I couldn't remember his name at the time. And Jake, and then Jacob saw him was like, he doesn't look like a vampire. I was like, no, Mister Sinister fully fully looks like a vampire. Fully yeah. does. Anyway, yeah. here's another question. Hey, Monet and Bob, it's Kenya and Ella from Patreon. Um, we love you guys. We want our watch parties back so we can see all of our siblings and cousins. But question, um, when you guys are wearing, like, your African prints and dragon stuff, do you guys prefer, like, the kente cloth or, like, the African wax prints? Mm. Um, so you want to you think about yeah, uh, for me, well, to be for, uh, let, let me be very explicit and very clear is that sometimes I don't know the difference. Um, I know that Kente is a specific pattern or a specific look, but I, I admit I am ignorant as fuck sometimes. And I just sometimes refer to all of it as Kente or African fabric. Um, so, but yeah, I mean, what is the most accessible and readily available? I feel like in New York, when you go to the fashion, to the garment district are the wax African, uh, print ones that come there. They come, they all come in those, in those things and they're six feet long. So I guess I prefer those yeah. that I like to wear. So, I mean, I, so here's the thing. I was actually learning a little bit. I don't know. I don't know a whole lot about it. I was learning a lot about Ankara and, uh, Kente and wax prints. Um, because when I did my um, uh, my Maasai look for um, my step down, that that all that fabric was actually from uh, was the, the, all my jewelry was actually from Kenya, which I was very very proud to say that I had. It was the, the jewelry that I had actually came from Kenya. It was made from people in the Maasai tribe, which was I was so lucky to be able to have that. And then my coat was from that 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 it was a mixture of Ankara and all these prints, and it was. Um, it was sourced from like a lot of different places because I ended up having a lot of fabric. Um, but I do love it. I love a good kente cloth. Sometimes the wax prints are a little, they're, they're a little stiffer and they're harder to uh, work with in my experience. But 
I and I do want to know more about like what they mean in every single like detail as well because I I, I just want to know more like how do you feel Monet like we, you and I had a whole talk about not knowing our heritage and how it kind of it hurts me. Yeah, yeah, I would definitely love to learn and know more. And, and obviously, like we say often, what Bob says often, um, is that you know every answer to the universe is in your is on your fucking computer, on your fucking phone. So, but I get, but yeah. also there is something different in having someone like who is super experienced and super knowledgeable teaching you about it. That's also like a would be a nice thing to have as well. But yeah, I definitely would love to learn more. This episode is sponsored by Apostrophe, a prescription skincare company for people that are ready to take their acne seriously. Prescription acne treatment really works, but it's hard to get. You have to take time off work to see a doctor, sit in line at a pharmacy to get your medications. It's a whole deal. Up until Apostrophe. Apostrophe makes it easy to see a board certified dermatologist online. You'll get treatment immediately and your medications are delivered to your home. Simply fill out Apostrophe's online questionnaire about your skin concerns and your medical history. Then just snap a few selfies and your dermatologist will get back to you with a customized treatment plan tailored just for you. The best part is that Apostrophe offers topical and oral medications so you can treat your acne from the inside out and from the outside in. Apostrophe does treat acne, but they can also help you hit other skincare goals. Have you ever seen like those dark spots after a breakout? Yeah, that's called post-inflammatory hyperpigmentation, right? Or PIH. And Apostrophe has a prescription medication that's the most effective and fastest way to get rid of those dark spots. I know that, for example, I wear a lot of makeup, I clog up my pores, um, and I tend to really dry out my skin a lot when I'm washing my face with astringents to get glue off my head and stuff. So I'm trying to get some glow some um, shine and some moisture back into my skin. Apostrophe can tailor your plan to fit your specific skincare goals and needs. Get $15 off your first visit with a board certified dermatologist at apostrophe.com slash rivalry and use our code rivalry. This code is only available to our listeners. To get started, go to apostrophe.com slash rivalry and click begin visit. Then use the code rivalry at sign up and you'll get $15 off your dermatology visit. That's A-P-O-S-T-R-O-P-H-E dot com slash rivalry and use that code rivalry to get your dermatologist visit or $15 off. That's A-P-O-S-T-R-O-P-H-E dot com slash rivalry and use that code rivalry to get your dermatologist visit for $15 off and we thank Apostrophe for sponsoring the podcast. Let's take this one. Here we go. Hey, Bob and Monet. Um, I love you guys. I'm a patron as well. And I have a question for Bob. What led to the 500 hound tooth outfits that you had for the pit stop? Was the fabric on sale? Was it like a personal challenge? Like, fill me in because I need to know. Okay. So um, I was with uh, my assistant, Kennedy. And we were uh, talking about how I wanted to do new outfits for every episode of um, The Pit Stop. I was like, I want to do a new outfit for every episode. So I I teamed up with two designers. This amazing designer named Godoy, based in L.A., and this great designer named Piretta, um, based out of Brooklyn. So I, bought, I went out. I was like, I want all of it to be... I had a couple of ideas. I was going to, like, change from one fabric and, like, slide into the other fabric as I went along. But I was like, no, no, I think we'll do one fabric the whole time. You ever see it in one of those runway shows, Monet, where it's like one fabric and then the next fabric creeps in and by yeah, the end they yeah, kind of yeah, merge yeah. together? Yeah, yeah. So, but instead I was like, no. So we, we were looking around and I was like, I, I need to buy one entire bolt of fabric and just cut it in half, send half to LA and send the other half to Brooklyn and then they would just mail me the outfits one by one. And I would go back and forth each one of them, sending them references and ideas. We would talk about stuff together. And then by the end, I was wearing the full houndstooth gown with a houndstooth cat suit with a houndstooth mask with a hat with houndstooth on it. So I was really like going through the full nine. And it really just happened from we were out shopping. We wanted to make a statement with um, the episode, with the, with the season of Pit Stop. And we found this bolt of, and I've always loved houndstooth. I, I love black and white. Monet knows I wear black and white a lot. It's mostly because mm. I'm colorblind and it stands out to me a lot. So I ended up picking this houndstooth as my fabric for the season and it ended up making this big impact. And I don't, do you think there's anything to people in the mainstream picking up on a houndstooth or do you think it's just a coincidence? Well, be honest. 
I think that Hansu has been a very prominent fashion uh, fabric for a long time. I feel like now that you've done this thing, obviously we're all looking a little bit closer. We're like, like oh, 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 it's, oh, it's the same thing. Like when you when you finally like uh, uh, taste like I don't know something for the first time, or you start using something. Now you feel like you see it all the time. I feel like that's what it is. I, maybe there may be some inspiration, but I feel like we're just all more in tune with Hansu, and we're like, oh my god, Bob did that. You're right. When you when you taste them the first time, like the first time I ate ass, I kept being like, "Oh my god!" Now I'm eating ass all the time. You're <laughs> such a troll. <laughs> it, it keeps popping up. It keeps popping up everywhere I go. God. Um, but um, but it was really fun to. And, and I also did in the All Stars pissed up. I did a, a rainbow. I did the inclusive rainbow. Yeah. Um, with black and brown. And I don't even know if people even noticed that I did that, but I was trying to like keep a theme going through the pit stop. Yeah. Hey Monet. Hey Bob. It's Diego from Patreon. Um. I'm curious to know, as far as, like, when you all are talking about um, the Aquarius and the Violets, like, are they sending designs that they make to designers to create? Or are designers creating outfits and sending them to those girls and putting them on? Like, at what, at what point is the... Is the fashion style theirs? And at what point is it like a designer's? And also same question for you all. Like, do you all go with the designers with a sketch in mind? Or do they just come with you with the clothes to like fit your size? Curious about that. Thanks. That's a great question. question. Yeah, really good. You want to go? I mean, you want to take it more or you want to take it? I I, I can go. Well, I mean, I, I know for me, I know for me, I... I have never, a designer has never sketched something and be like, oh, except with, with the exception of one. And I haven't even gone through with any of those designs. But every time I've ever gotten a costume made for All Stars, for season 10, for before that, after that, it's always been, I'm like, I want this outfit and I'll see like a, something online that I may like. And I'll be like, I like this, but I want to make it more like this and add this. And then, then the designer will sketch it out and be like, and they'll be like, you mean like this? And I'll be like, yeah, let's go with that. Um, but I know for some, I, I can't speak to Violet, but I know Aquaria. Aquaria is super, super, super OCD about her fashion stuff. Even when she's like, even even when you're trying to like help Aquaria get dressed. We did this this little summer thing out in the fucking New Jersey thing and Aquaria was putting on a glove and Patty was there. And then Patty's like offering to help Aquaria. She's like, no, 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 don't. T-. It was, I was like, Patty was like, I'm just trying to help you put your glove on. But Aquaria wanted to put it on a specific way that Patty wasn't. So it was, but it was a really what funny What way thing. do you put on a glove? What other ways I, are to put on a glove? Bob, I don't know. It was some Aquaria shit. But Patty literally rolled them up. She's like, no, 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 don't. And I was like, oh, God. I was like, Patty, leave this white bitch alone. Because now, because then. Well, maybe goes, it was, maybe it was like stoned and he was going to scrunch it up. until you know how people scrunch up gloves like stockings? Yeah. Maybe it was stoned and he was about to scrunch her shit up. Also, Jacob, can you join the chat? real quick please i'm tapping in the chat on riverside um but you know in, in terms of mine i i'm not a designer i have ideas i'll be like i need something that's black and off the shoulder and long and um with a slit and that's all the notes i give and then i have designers send back drawings to me and then i'll like go back and forth with notes um there are some designers who i just trust yes. i would just say i would give like three words black long and and stretchy and then, like, for example, I, Domino, I just trust. I just yeah. trust Domino to make me think, to, to make me look great. Um, and also, in terms of um, we're here, I usually have, like, an overarching theme. I'll say, I want, to look, I want to look like a mad scientist, but I want it to be, you know, uh, a gown. And yeah. then Domino will go from there. Because he yeah. has really good ideas like this. I don't know if you saw on We're Here, my mad scientist outfit had this, like, so high good. color that covered my note and i i just wouldn't have thought of that you know what yeah I mean? yeah domino domino is a is and uh, i'm not discrediting anyone else I'm, we're just talking about domino right now but domino is a, a designer who is really inspired and he has lots of references to pull from so you tell him something and his brain starts to grow go and then yours and then he'll say he'll say this and you'll be like oh and this and then so it then becomes this collaborative thing but domino 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 gets really inspired and he's really fun to work with like that yeah all right uh two more Hey y'all. Um hey. look, this question is for Monet. What is the looks like on the islands? Not not like the regular regular ass motherfuckers, like the queen mothers, like what they wearing on mm. the islands. I I, I want to figure it out cuz I'm a fashion designer. 
but I don't really like wearing a lot of clothes like that. So I'm like, the people on the islands, they must, you know, dress appropriate for the weather. They must be able to dress like hoochie mamas. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Well, I don't want to jump in too much, but I know the queen of St. Lucia, her name is Queen Elizabeth. Tell us more about that one. You are so problematic. And I hope that all the St. Lucians and all the Caribbean people get this fucking hood, Southern Atlanta, Mississippi, Alabama bitch together. Um, I'm just asking Google. That's what she says. So anyway, um, in in um, St. Lucia and in a lot of the Caribbean West Indian um, countries and islands, their the, their fashion is very assimilated uh, and like acclimated to like what Americans wear. Like it's very American. It's not like like and and again i've never been to africa but i imagine it's kind of like africa too i feel like we think that people in africa are wearing the african prince oh and, and and they and they do they always i've seen videos and pictures especially uh at um yvonne orgy's uh stand-up special where she goes to back to nigeria she has a whole thing and you see like they're wearing like a lot of that stuff and in st lucia does not like that they're not wearing lots of uh african prints or island prints like i will say the overall vibe is way more relaxed like like i was telling bob like my mom like goes to the beach and she'll just wear like a leotard and her sarong and stuff like that so it's definitely like a beachy vibe at times but for the most part for work and when people are just wearing out to go out matter of fact they do stupid shit when i would go clubbing in st lucia um back in the day the boys down there because they want to be american they love american style and, and like the gangster thing so bad bitch it'd be like 95 degrees outside and they're wearing vests with like skull caps on and i'm like what are you doing it is so hot like what is that but they they wear that shit to look to look like americans and be cool you are, by the way, Monday, you are so gay and such a fucking drag queen. You said your mom wears leotards to the beach. <laughs> Bitch, it's called a bathing suit. <laughs> Monday's like, so she puts on a leotard. It's, mama, it's a bathing suit. Not calling it a leotard. That is some drag queen ass shit right there, girl. <laughs> well, I mean, it is what it is. Um, we have no, one more. The last one. Okay. One more. Okay. Hey, Bob. Hey, Monet. It's Karan. I'm a Patreon. Also, the nigga that sounded like he was running last time I asked y'all a question on here. <laughs> but uh, I just want to know, since y'all both gamers, and I know y'all like Mortal Kombat. Well, at least I think, I, like, I heard y'all talk about Mortal Kombat before. Either or, who has the best fit on Mortal Kombat? Mine's Melina, especially when she ripped that mask off. Old girl be looking steady. Bob is way okay, more about that. This is a Bob question. Okay, so I, okay. Melina and Katana have very similar outfits. It's like a little color change moment here and there. And I I feel like those outfits, in my opinion, are sometimes a little overdone. I mean, Monet, I made one for Monet. There's one that was recently done on Drag Race UK. And I, I get it. I get it. That is sickening. But there, with my current aesthetic, the, like the way that Raiden dresses, it's like flowy. <laughs> it's long. It's like a harem pant, this big ass hat. You know me in a big gay hat one day. A big ass hat. And like the, just the eyes. I'd be like, Raiden really just shut this down. Like Raiden shut it down on you this are evening. So I know that sounds so. And my favorite haircut is Jax. Jax has a nice like haircut, but he's shirtless and I would never ever wear anything like that. And as far as face wear, I feel like Cabal. Cabal has this great mask on, which I do love as well. So those are some of my favorites, but for me, it probably is a Raiden moment. Like, Raiden is a fashion icon. Um, I will <laughs> say... I will say this on the topic of Mortal Kombat. So, like years ago, I was at Bob's house chilling, kicking as we as we normally had had been done to did, and on my thing had popped up like these like Mortal Kombat masks, like a scorpion and a and a Sub Zero. And I was like, Bob, I should get these, and we should like do a photo shoot as scorpion, scorpion and and Sub Zero. Anyway, cut to I had to end up getting these custom Mortal Kombat masks made and sent to me. And then when I approached Bob about it, Bob Bob seemed now again this. This, this may be all me, but Bob seemed like he wasn't into it and he was like over it. So I was like, then fuck it, we're not going to do it again. But I wasted, each of those masks cost $45 to get made and Bob didn't seem like he wanted to do them anymore. So if you all, if y'all wanted to do Money, it, comment below. I, I, I would, you are so extra. I did not say that I would not do it. I, I, I was probably like, yeah, yeah, let's do it. I, mean, I would do anything you ask me. Let me just get a little moment for y'all, okay? 
Monet called me and said, I want to do a parody of WAP. So we ordered these WAP masks, <laughs> uh, these, these WAP wigs. I have a fucking WAP wig. I wrote a verse to WAP. We contacted our designers to get ready to have them make outfits. And then Monet was like, it's too late. We were about to order. Monet and I were about to legit. I'm not playing with y'all. Me and Wendy were literally about to spend $20,000 making a WAP parody. And yeah, Monet, right. no, that is not a joke. And I was like, and, and as, as the price kept racking up and racking up, <laughs> I kept saying, yeah, Monet, okay, yes, Monet, for you, I will spend $10,000 making a parody of WAP. So, Monet, if you want to get these, do the Scorpion, uh, I would love to do a Scorpion and Sub-Zero look with you. It would be my honor. Okay, well, good, because I still got them. And, or or just Venmo me my $45, and we can call it even. Okay, first of all, I don't... <laughs> no, that's a wrap. <laughs> Send me my mask. Send me my mask, bitch. <laughs> if you want to find out when our next stereo stream is, where we can be answering questions live, we will join... You can join us in... Um, on our Patreon. So go to Google, type in Sibling Rivalry Patreon right now. We have a little over 7,000 people. I'm absolutely honored that you all join us. And Monet and I are planning bigger and better things all the time over at our Patreon. Um, because we want to we want to make y'all proud of us. Um, so also. That, I think we're good. Monet, I'm, I'm going to. Also, um, because Wait. because Patreon is so I mean because uh, stereo is, is so interactive. Please find us on Twitter and tweet at us what you would like to hear us talk about on stereo that yes. you guys can interact with because and again you know bob and i we're too we're very honest and we give our honest opinions and takes so if there's something you want our honest feelings and opinions about give us a topic and we it, it may be the next the topic of our next area and i think next time on a you and i should make a um i think next time we will make a live zoom room where people can hang out during our uh Ooh, for the I, patrons this is Yes, it's a thing. I, it, we ended up having. You remember during our uh, our live event for um, the the election? Yeah, we had a, a little Zoom room that was. It was like it was it was part of my art crazy in the Zoom room. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a good idea for the patrons. Folks are going, I like that. Yeah, we'll do it. All right, I love you, Mom. Love you too. Bye. A podcast network.